Hey, this is Bobby Holland with Bipper Media, and you are listening to SEO Secrets. Hello, everyone. Cesar Toledo here with Bipper Media, and thanks for joining our SEO Secrets podcast. Today, I'm incredibly excited to touch base on a topic that I'm very familiar with and a topic that I love that we push here in Bipper Media a lot, and that is guest posting. Now, guest posting has uh, has been in the forefront of a lot of SEO marketing strategies for a while, especially for us. Um, one of the things I'm going to touch about is how guest posting basically expanded. It just it took off even more during and after the pandemic. Now, people were doing it way before that. We were doing it way before that. But believe it or not, it skyrocketed because, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, and I really wasn't until I read upon it, 32.5 million U.S. small businesses um, before the pandemic had foregone any uh, online presence. That doesn't mean that they weren't online. That doesn't mean that they have a Google that they didn't have a Google map. But their their concerted efforts in in their marketing aspects weren't exactly having an online presence, making your your website having a hung, uh, stronger uh, domain rating, domain authority, and so. What happened during the pandemic? Well, we all know in March of 2020, of 2020, at least that's what happened in the in the U.S., we decided to shut down or the government decided to shut us down and um, Internet searches skyrocketed. I'm pretty sure you're one of them. You were, quote unquote, working from home and uh, you're home all the time. You're getting cabin fever. So you're doing a lot of research. I mean, sales skyrocketed for a lot of different companies. I know for a fact um you couldn't find at least at least in in the you know we're from Athens Georgia you couldn't find any pools or pool supplies at one point you know i kept going to Lowe's trying to order um and uh you know we bought a pool cuz we were tired of being inside the house and so my wife and my son and i uh i bought a pool and uh wanted to hang out there which was great i mean the pool i actually was able to find through Walmart which was awesome uh Got to my house pretty quick. I actually got it pretty cheap. The same pool now is is extraordinarily high. But so we got one of these above ground pools. But what I did notice is, man, I, I could not find chemicals for the life of me. I mean, even Amazon that, you know, you're so used to Amazon delivering things basically within minutes of ordering it. Uh, I mean, I'm exaggerating, but, you know, next day or two days. They were like taking, you know, a week to deliver stuff. I mean, for Amazon to take like a week to two weeks to deliver things, it's crazy. Um, and and one of the reasons is because I think a lot of people bought pools and a lot of people were buying chlorine and they were buying uh, pool chemicals. Uh, another thing that skyrocketed was Lowe's. I mean, my wife got into gardening. I mean, everybody was doing landscaping and gardening. Nobody wanted to be inside the house. So Lowe's um, numbers went up. I have a one of my best friends is a, a supervisor at Lowell's and he told me that, I mean, they were just sold out of so many gardening stuff, everything outside, the plants and mulch, you know, whatever you think of when it comes to gardening. I'm not a gardener, so my wife is, but um, I just do whatever she tells me to do. And, um, you know, they were flat out of, out of a lot of things and uh, and it's because of the online presence. I mean, the sales... Like I said, sales skyrocketed, but unfortunately, if you were a business that you didn't really think about your online marketing, your brand awareness, your email list and all that stuff, you were hurting and and you can see it and you can see it um, 
in businesses that had to close down and businesses um, that had to basically reinvent themselves. And, and guest posts is, is a, a surefire way. I don't like to say surefire. I'm sorry about that. I really don't like to say guarantee or surefire, but at least from our studies that we've done and all the work that we've done for our clients, guest posting is a, is a, is a invaluable way to help, uh, you know, build your brand awareness, um, increase your online visibility, increase your domain rating, um, and all that stuff. So I know I've already been rambling. So basically let's get through the ABCs of guest posting. So if you don't know what a guest post is, you're brand new to it. Let me just break it down for, for you. Basically a guest post is a blog that you write and the entire purpose is for you to put that blog that you write <clears throat> on somebody else's website. Okay. Um, you want to look for a, uh, basically a website that is going to intersect with your business or your industry or your interests. And, um, it's it, the main purpose of it. The, the first main purpose of it, purpose of it is to appeal to other blogs readership. Okay. So I'll give you an example. Let's say you're a local chef and you might write a guest post blog for a local bakery. While you as a chef, your primary interest might be assembling entrees, right? The post that you're writing is going to focus on pairing the right bakery item with the right entree. And why? Well, that post topic now has an appeal for the bakery blog's usual audience. So, you know, you own a, I don't know, I shouldn't have used baker as a, as a restaurant as an example, but yeah, we all eat at restaurants. So let's say you're an Italian restaurant and, um, you know, you're, you're rolling out some new baked goods. You know what to assemble with, I don't know, uh, a lasagna or chicken Parmesan or eggplant Parmesan, whatever it is that you like. And, and you have, and I don't know what pairs with that. So I'm not even going to begin to, but let's, you know, I don't know, chocolate cake, let's just say whatever, chocolate mousse. And um, you know about it, you know how to pair it. Well, now you're going to write that blog on chocolate mousse and why it's so great to pair with this Italian dish. And then you post it. If if the bakery, the, the website, that's the bakery website, allows you, you add that blog post in their website and in there, you put your homepage URL or any URL on your from your um, website, and now you've created a guest post, which also gives you a backlink. And backlink is huge; it's huge to help your online presence visibility. So that's an example of what a guest post is. Now, what are the benefits of guest posting? Well, I've already kind of touched on this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to it in case you in case you forgot. <laughs> it's easy to to forget, especially when I'm talking so fast. So. The kind of free guest posting that has benefits um, that you're looking for is number one, to brand to brand yourself, okay? Number two is to increase your email list. You should always be increasing your email list and branding. Um, you know what branding is? That's just, you know, whatever, let's, you know, downtown Italian restaurant, let's just say, well, they want a downtown, they want people to remember downtown, oh, that's an Italian, there's an Italian restaurant there or whatever, anything that's going to help brand your business. Email list building. You want as many emails as possible so you have people contacting you, asking you questions, going to your restaurant, and honestly promoting. If if your restaurant is that good or your blogs are that good, it it helps spread the message 
um, via word of mouth or whatever. And then um, you want to boost your social media following. Everybody wants to boost their social media following. It's always one of the top questions we get asked. How can I boost my online presence? And being an influencer is, is tough. Everybody wants to be an influencer, but that, that takes a lot of time. Just like guest posting, that takes a lot of time. And if you are a small business trying to do that, you don't have the time um, you don't have the time and energy to focus all your efforts on, you know, branding and boosting your social media, which is why you should hire an SEO company like ourselves, because we'll do all that heavy lifting for you. So, um, so those are the benefits of, of guest posting. You know, you want to make sure, um, that you find the, the right company and I, and I'll, and I'll go into, I don't want to get ahead of myself here. So, okay. So again, branding, email list, and boosting your, your online presence. Um, uh, so what should you do? Well, before you get into this, because blogging is easy. You're just writing a topic that you know. Okay. You want to do some, re- you know, you always want to do research, but start by setting a goal. So before you even think about the first sentence you're going to write, and you're probably already thinking like, I could write a topic about this, which is great, okay? Set your goal. Basically, what do you want to get out of this guest posting strategy? So are you trying to boost your sales? Are you trying to build your email list? Are you trying to build your brand? Are you trying to establish credibility in your industry? Is it all of the above? That's fine. But you have to determine that goal so you know exactly what guest posting sites you are looking for. Don't just go on any site that you want. And again, I'm going to touch on this in a second. So if you want to boost sales um, in any, in any of, of your guest posts, try to include a contextual link to a product that you sell. So again, if you're a baker and you're able to ship, you know, I don't know, whatever baked goods you have, then in that guest post, you want to you wanna make sure that you put that link to that baked good that they can click and buy and you can send it to them. Now, it's going back to sites. Find your appropriate site, okay? There are hundreds and millions, millions of sites that you can post on that have a lot of traffic, a lot of viewerships, and uh, are just strong. They're strong on the internet. Let's take Forbes.com, for example. They get a million vid- visitors a day. But... If you're a baker or you're a restaurateur, are you going to use Forbes.com? Maybe. Maybe you could find a specific niche. I don't know. Maybe you have a high caliber of clients. I don't know. But more than likely, you're not going to target Forbes.com if you're in the food industry or if you're in the products and services industry. Okay, Because Forbes is almost entirely a business-focused website with basically some lifestyle content that gets thrown in there for what we call color. So if that isn't your target audience for your business, don't even bother with Forbes.com or any other site that is not going to have um, benefits for your business. So if you sell consumer products or services, you need a consumer-focused website that basically talks about your specific niche. So just spend some time narrowing down a list of four or five bigger websites that basically fit your profile, okay? In the end, they'll prove a lot more interesting interesting in publishing your guest posts. And just as importantly, their audience will likely prove more interested in your content 
rather than people on Forbes that might not even care about your content. Again, I'm not saying people from Forbes don't care about things. I'm just saying your specific content. The next thing you should do is craft your pitch. Okay, Some websites or blogs will consider already completed blog posts, which is great. So if you have a blog post already, there are some websites that accept that. However, for the most part, you must pitch to the editors of the site before a blog is even written. So what does that mean? Well, it means that you must develop an idea that meets their needs. So unless you're already an avid reader of the specific site that you're going to post on, you're going to have to take some time to do some research. Pin down the exact topics that recur on that site. That is important. What is recurring on that site that you can contribute to? Also, read submission guidelines. Believe it or not, there are a lot of people that don't read submission guidelines and then they're like flabbergasted. I'm like, why was my post not accepted? Why are they doing... Because you didn't follow their guidelines. So... These guidelines that whatever blog, whatever website has the blog you want to you want to contribute to will often in general tell you the specific things they want or do not want to see from you. Focus on the do not want to see from you. That's going to help you a lot more. So once you pin down those general topic areas, you must brainstorm ideas um, that those niche websites have. And after you brainstorm, guess what you have to do? Start writing? No, it's back to research. You must make sure that that topic that you're writing hasn't been published you know, with similar content recently. I mean, content's going to repeat, repeat itself, but you kind of want to wait, I don't know, 90 days if you're writing a topic that's already been there. Kind of wait the 90 days from the time that they posted it. So, and try to, you know, do your best to write a... Com- compelling subject line for the email when you're reaching out to people. You know, focus on the benefits of picking your idea, you know, how it will benefit them. And in other words, tell them what's in it for them and not for you. Why does your idea serve their audience? Um, Why is our audience going to stick to your blog posts? If appropriate, include a link. This And this is good. Try to include a link or two to other high-performing guest posts that you've written if you have it. You know, it's kind of it's kind of proof that you can deliver on the on on the quality. Next thing, ta-da, you can write. Write a good post. Now, this is often the trickiest part because good can encompass a lot of things. The post should follow the publisher guidelines, like I mentioned, but that means only including links back to your site where they say that you can include them. In many cases, that place is exclusively in your bio and not so much in um, the content. But again, it all depends on the site. Write content that is relevant to their audience and provides value to that audience. So in the name of all that is good and right and true, proofread that post. You won't believe when we allow guest posts on our site and, we, and it's not been proofread, you won't believe the mistakes that we catch. And once that happens, a lot of people aren't going to take your stuff anymore. So make sure you're good. Hey, use Grammarly if you have to. Um, and then the next thing you want to do is promote. Once a blog post goes live, right? You've done all your work. You've written it. They accepted it. Talk about it on social media and provide a link. Include a link to your next post on your own blog. It's an easy way for you to build 
a little goodwill with the publisher that you're working on. So, guest posting and you. So, just remember, guest posting is just one weapon in your digital marketing armory. It's going to help you promote your brand, your products, and your services, and can potentially improve your overall SEO performance, which is the other factor that you're looking for. Consistent writing guest posts and getting backlinks from different high-authority websites is, is invaluable because it will help your online presence. It's also an excellent way for you to reach a wider or bigger audience that you never expected to reach. This provides opportunities for, again, the email list building or establishing credibility for yourself. And obviously, it's going to help you get sales. So if you have any other questions and you want to learn more, Bipper Media, we specialize in crafting guest posts for you. And we can also syndicate them, which will be a whole other podcast. So thanks for listening. We look forward to hearing from you. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to this episode of SEO Secrets. 